0: Are you ready for this?
1: We're, We're here. here! Hi, what's your name? I'm Joe
0: Fowler! Hi, I'm Ron Popeil. I anybody? Hi, what's your name? I'm Tom Purvis, trainer to the trainers. Hi, I'm Mike Levy. Hold on to your power rods. But wait. What are you doing? Call now. Call now. Call now. Call now. Call or log on now. Call now. Call oh, right now. Call in the next 18 minutes. Call in the next 16 minutes. Call in the next 7 minutes. Call these numbers right.
2: Hello and
1: welcome to Call Now, where we plunge headfirst into the surreal world of infomercial. And while we can't offer you free shipping, we can guarantee that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are definitely those of this network. Thank you, Tim. My name is Dan Sturdivant. I'm joined as always by my co-hosts on this three-man we've known as Call Now, He's a five-time Arena Bowl viewer, and the Shane Stafford of this podcast, it's Mark Pedrotti. Hey, Mark. I don't want to live forever. <laughs> ah. Man, he's got some real Philadelphia soul. But hey, this guy, whew, you, can, you can play this guy off the net as long as you keep in mind that he has no boundaries. It's Dave Sandrini. <laughs> hey, Dave.
3: I like that intro. I like that.
1: (laughs) We'll keep that one from week to week now. I think we finally found one that we like. I keep trying them out. But listen, for those of you who missed it, please, please check out the link to the full Watch Party episode uh, from last week, both as a podcast and on YouTube. Last week, we hit the gridiron. We got the hard sell for a four-pack of tickets to one semi-pro football game in 2004 Mm. with the Tampa Bay Storm Ticket sales? Infomercial?
0: Tampa Bay Store. Brought to you by Victory Sports. 50 yards. No sidelines. Playing from the nest. High scores and non-stop action. More action than you've ever seen in a football game. It's arena football with a five-time World Champions Tampa Bay Storm. Yep.
1: Mm. How old would you classify it? I don't
0: know what to say,
4: really. So yeah.
1: It never occurred to me until we were in somewhere between the 4th or 12th viewing of that Call Now bit in the infomercial that this wasn't something that they expected to be evergreen or that they wanted to run throughout the season to try and lower season ticket holders. But this was a 28-minute and 30-second infomercial just for Tampa locals,
0: right here in the St. Pete Times forum. To come
1: out and support their five-time Arena Bowl champion Tampa Bay Storm. The
0: Tampa Bay Storm has five world titles to its credit. As they
1: take on the Orlando Predators in the 2004 iteration of the War on I-4. The War on I-4. I couldn't believe it was one game. And here's what you got: you get four tickets to the game for the price of three. That's right, four tickets for the next Storm game and save sixty dollars over the regular price. But wait, there's more. Just for ordering your tickets right now, we'll give you this official autographed Storm football for free. This collectible ball is at nearly $100 value and will be included with your ticket package. This offer is not available anywhere else. One game. It's the one game. Do either of you have a working theory on why this was a one game
2: all infomercial nailed it all right Daniel. yeah i know why you want to know why i think they made it easy that's
1: not hard at all
2: i think the whole thing is very cheap to make cheaper you always have access to the players more efficient like oh hey we're gonna shoot a promo today and then graphics department and voiceover guy like i think it's fairly easy to put one of these out we call me easy stevens come on brother um but only seeing one it's hard to prove that theory. So
5: it's kind of dummy proof, right? But
2: yeah, oh, it's totally fucking bizarre that they did it this way, full infomercial length. But then again, who would watch one game by game just to be enticed to buy it? So yeah, it's it's bizarre. Yeah, but why? Are you saying
3: that you think maybe there was more infomercials about the Tampa Bay Storm? So
1: this is what I was kind of thinking. One school of thought was that maybe this was like a pilot. I think you'd be interested in hearing from a professional airline pilot and a flight attendant. That they yep. were mm. thinking about doing, hey, let's see what we pull in for the how the war on I-4 goes, okay? Like maybe they were going to roll one out. So they played 16 game slates. So they had eight home games. 64. So I started to wonder, I was like, is it possible that there's seven more of these in the can somewhere? Yeah. Coffee can breads. That aren't about the war on I-4. Because yeah. the part of it that becomes strange in hindsight, and makes it a little bit more difficult is that the quotes from the players are about the rivalry with Orlando. You
0: know, everybody really gets up for Orlando. You know, it's been the rivalry for years. The war
1: on I-4. And it's like, I
0: get it. You'll get a pair of insulated gloves.
1: If you wanted to have like one soundbite per week be turned over with a different player. That would make sense. You need to understand my sense of humor. But, like, they only focus on that rivalry. Markham talks about it. The storm and the Predators since 1991,
0: either the Storm or Orlando, has played in the final game uh 10 out of the 12 years. Head coach. Legends, like head coach Tim Markham.
1: Uh, legend Tim Markham. Thank you, Tim.
0: your Yosemites. Thank you,
1: Tim Markham. Tim Apple. I didn't understand why they would intentionally paint themselves into the corner with it.
2: I hate painting, this was fun.
1: Where this thing, at least 60% of it 64. all talked about that rivalry.
3: Do you think Shaq got rich playing in Orlando? The other
1: mm-hmm. 40% were the call now bits. 50 yards. The commercial in the middle.
0: Stop. Just came by to welcome you
1: to Arena Football. And just like the Tampa Bay history cannon fodder, which I guess would be fine for any other home game in 2004. 17,000. But it felt like they... Put in a lot of time it's gotta be expensive it's
0: not only expensive that's dangerous.
1: like
3: it's not that cheap looking yeah
0: it's a lot cheaper
3: than a new manicure mm. and like from what tom told us Can you see that is this any cheaper than the bowflex listen up yeah yes i think so yeah i don't think they brought
1: in producers i think they had whoever does this stuff on the jumbotron big oh we're putting something on tape they go like, oh, really cool i think that's cool like
2: the audio is not good and each interview, Shane Stafford,
4: quarterback, number 14, uh, University of Connecticut, Tampa Bay Storm. Yeah. The black
2: and white was definitely like some like intern holding a little camera. And
4: hold the blue safety handles. When they had a
2: cut, yeah. it was like their second camera. And it's like, uh, that was so cool. Low quality one.
1: It was like the state, yeah. the intentionally bad camera angle and black and white. And the camera's like a little bit wobbly. Mm-hmm. Back straight. It's like, oh, I get it. They're like. You're in the room. This is
2: amazing. That's incredible. This one to me, if I got graphics from a graphics department, this is a really easy thing to shoot. Give it a shot anytime. If you had a template with the graphics package
0: 19 inches,
2: you knew when each thing would come up, 22 inches, filling those spots,
0: 23 inches and
2: change. A couple sound bites. Because
3: that way they get dog in every bite. Because
2: nothing's good. (laughs) Nothing like blows your mind. It's just a Mm -hmm. bunch of like C level football coaches and players. Oh. Talking about football when, you know, you hear a lot of yeah. better stuff now. Like, yeah, nothing here is complicated.
0: It's so easy.
2: A child can. Other than the graphics in Bon Jovi. Just
0: take it inside.
2: And the ad, I would
3: say, like getting it polished to broadcast.
0: Hi, Billy Mays here for Mighty Shot.
3: Getting it at a full 28 minutes or whatever. Yeah. That I think is expensive, and like the ad buy has to be. Pretty, but
1: again, this is only in the local Tampa market. This isn't like bowflex yeah. hitting every TV station at 2.30 in the morning. How are you feeling this morning, right? Okay, right, right. It's like, all right, we're going in Tampa, we're going to South Carolina. They stopped airing this on February 8th.
2: Let me ask you another question. What date is it today? The day of the
1: game, right? Yeah, like so. Yeah. They had a real finite run for this. When would you even start airing it? Because the NFL season ended the week before this. Mm-hmm. Right. So that mm-hmm. was how the schedule used to be for the Arena Football League, which I thought was pretty smart. You pick yeah. up right on the heels of the Super Bowl. This is
0: what I do just before the big game. You come yeah. out
1: February 8th, week one. You're trying to sell this thing, but there is a professional football franchise in Tampa. They play just down the road in Raymond James Stadium. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not quite the Storm. World
0: champion, Tampa Bay Storm. I think
1: the Storm still has the city's football heart. Heart of gold, though. Right. I mean, that's, I don't think that's debatable. <laughs> Take that for data. But this was. After the 2003 season, so they're only two years removed from the Bucks winning the Super Bowl. I know it's
0: Florida, and I know it's hanging chads and all that stuff, but Jackson's two picks were were usually important. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: Maybe that's what happened, right? Maybe people finally caught Bucks fever.
3: Wow, I'm not as hot as I used to be.
1: I mean, if you look at Brad Johnson in a cutoff t-shirt, I mean, you would too. I want to look like that guy. So mm-hmm. maybe they knew they had to step their game up.
0: Step up in safety.
1: J. David Miller was like, guys. I'm J. David Miller.
0: Fuck the... Bucks. I'm here in Shot Sports Bar, Stormtown.
3: <laughs> Wait, like one I know, man. game though? Yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense.
2: I wonder if the Bucks have like a really awesome football station that like covers the game. Like, You're listening
0: to WKLX, home with a world champion. Bucks.
2: It's like oh, I wonder yeah. if, if they're like, "Hey, we we got these thirty minute spots.
0: You missed a spot.
2: <laughs> like after every Tampa Bay game, all season." Through the playoffs, if you're going through
1: it. Oh, yeah, like after the news. Coming up on News 10 at 6. So, like, yeah, on Sunday night. That's a great spot to air it. Sunday night after news. Sure they is. end it with the sports segment. Jam sports. And then for mm. anyone local, we're buying starting at 11.35 in three seconds. Bang. That's a great idea. You get
3: these. Yeah.
2: It makes it better.
3: Are
0: we
1: better? Yeah. Yes, we're
2: better. Now that we're it thinking does. of it that way. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yeah. Now this means... It is a pilot, Dan. They don't do this again. So I'm
0: going to ask again. Yeah.
1: They
2: do it leading up to it off the buzz of the successful professional franchise. So okay. Yeah. I am into that.
1: I mean, I think we've done the best possible job we can with rationalizing the potential positivity of it. But do you guys have any thoughts on our host, Jay David Miller? I'm J. David Miller. Senior VP. Horrible. My notes, I wrote down, big Doug Reed energy. That's close. Worse. From this guy. Yeah.
3: Worse. Worse. Worse you know. He was
1: clearly playing yeah. out of position, right?
3: Mm. Seemed like he elbowed his way into position.
1: You can work up to your elbows in water. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. He might have. Yeah. But I was thinking about it. All right, Daniel. So I'd done some J. David Miller research. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ten seconds or less. But before okay. we do <laughs>
1: hold it, Ron. I was like, they had to have had a radio guy.
0: AMFM
3: radio. Mm.
1: Right? Yep. Radio guy being told that he gets to be the face of something would go fucking ham. Hello,
3: we're Ross and Wilson. Yeah, and I think
1: it would be awesome. And that guy knows a lot more of like the, the selling the team aspect than mm-hmm. senior VP, J. David Miller. I'm J. David Miller. Who I think is probably a guy based on his background, who's, like, in personnel, more or less.
2: Let me ask you uh, a personal question. Like,
1: he knows the guys, and obviously he's proud to be a part of a good franchise. Would it surprise
0: you to learn that one of the winningest professional football teams in history is right here in your hometown? But he's
1: not oh, yeah. someone who's, like, speaking about them in a way that sells the products on a weekly basis.
0: I'm here in Shot Sports Bar.
1: Whoever the local Tampa guy is thinks that he's one call from getting the Bucks job and is just out of his mind about the world champion storm. like. If this was me, you know, in the multiverse where I went down that path and I was the mm-hmm. voice of an arena football league team. Not anymore. Do you know how much you would never hear about anything else from me if that was my profession? Not anymore. Like yeah. that guy would be a 12. 11 Would have been mm-hmm. the choice to be the face of this thing. But instead we got, we got JDM.
3: Well, what are you going to do? Let me jump in real quick. I can't get out of my head now that the Jumbotron production team made that's this. my guess yeah no because i think it's totally because otherwise how does that guy get the job
1: and they're also not working uh in those months that the games are not so all available
0: you'll get a pair of insulated gloves
1: yeah
2: right no. mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. might know too much about yeah. this
0: one inadvertently <laughs>
1: yeah
2: oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> dan thanks for not getting into uh this arena football job because if we we're doing a podcast on more of these i would absolutely kill myself so thank you <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we only get to spend uh, two sessions on this, so thanks. Yeah. They could be great, though, but anyway.
3: Yeah,
1: I'm not going to take it easy on you guys. There's a I lot could. that I need to get off my chest about arena football at large, the Tampa Bay Storm, but let's start with our host, Mr. J. David Miller. I'm J. David Miller. So he's actually kind of an arena and semi-pro football legend? Yeah. I knew he's it. He's a AAA minor league football Hall of Famer. Your Hall of Famer, my boy. Class of 2013 unanimous selection, And the current head coach of the SoCal Coyotes is a football team which prides itself on protecting the shield and preaching the gospel of faith, family, and football as they support young men in their local communities, including their deep commitment to changing the culture of developmental professional football through player mentoring and development, organizational management, and dynamic service to their community. And they also immerse their players in a Coyote leadership curriculum, including widespread volunteer efforts impacting churches, schools, civic organizations, and communities throughout Southern California on a daily basis. Wow. Wait, wait.
2: It sounds like an asshole. What age group? <laughs> so
1: these are men who are paid a small sum of money to play. What I call them, fun coupon. Minor league, semi-professional football. It's amateur. Okay. So, yeah, okay, gotcha. I'm gonna be Amateur. Walter. So, all right. Gotcha. They're collecting paychecks. Mm-hmm. He has also authored and published thirteen books, it's a great book. including collaborations with NFL Hall of Fame and Super Bowl winning head coach Hank Stram.
2: Hank was the first coach. That understood that football was entertainment.
1: NFL head coach Jerry Glanville. And legendary University of Hawaii head coach June Jones.
0: June, June, June.
1: And current University of South Carolina athletic director Ray Tanner. Cut
0: it out. So
1: he's kind of had like this strange, charmed football life.
0: Grab and
1: football. I mean, J. David Miller can keep improving lives and preaching about the run and shoot and doing his best to. Fight the prison industrial complex one Southern Californian at a time. Mm-hmm. However, um, we are only allowed to really judge him based on these 28 and a half minutes specifically. So so sorry. Wait,
2: you said he wrote books. I heard you paint houses. I heard he rewrote the Bible like twice. I also know my own carpentry.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like hotcakes. So.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: It's the King J. David version. Yeah. I <laughs>
2: yes. I was hoping yeah. to say that. Yeah. In every motel, motor motel.
0: Like when you're laying low in your motel off the highway
2: and every
1: socal coyote season ticket holder gets a copy of it with their tickets every year and that's important to me it was weird watching him do this and then finding out that he played arena football
5: play with the kid.
1: and he is now a coach i was like
5: our coach coach
3: mckay
1: i get it i guess i mean he's obviously not a flash man he might be
3: great off camera yeah so we took our camera crew and
0: visited Choya Junior High School in Phoenix,
1: Arizona. Or he
3: might be very engaging off camera.
0: Yeah. Or
1: like Tom said, right? He might not be able to read cue cards. I have to go along with Dave. Yeah. Right? Like at a banquet,
3: he might be the fucking man. But at it this, yeah. it's like, oof. <laughs> and like a football coach that doesn't have to talk to radio stations all the time. To
0: dial on your FM radio and testing, testing,
3: testing. And like maybe having a cool personality helps you through a huge part of your job. He might not have to do that. Yeah. All he has to do is talk to players, talk to administrators,
2: shoulder to shoulder with housewives, executives, and, kids. and get him jacked
3: up. Someone comes in there and he's like, the camera's on right now. Go. And he's like, wait, I watch TV. I don't take, I don't TV. <clears throat>
1: I'm Jade. I'm Jade. I'm, I'm day. David Millis. I can you do it again.
3: <laughs> that happens. And I know I'm defending him, which I shouldn't because he's horrible. And someone should have said, you're not good at this. Not too bad. But like, that could be what's happening right there. Yeah. And I think it is. Cause like, yeah. if you see the end of a take, he has this horrible thing. When you work in like film and video you see it Can you see that working where like their eyes get wide and it's like it's over over sixty exercises. And it's like oh we just registered that buddy, like we got you gotta do better than that. <laughs> Would
0: it surprise you to learn that one of the winningest professional football teams in history is right here in your hometown? Being
3: someone who's like aggressively Christian, that tracks too. As you
0: can see, it's a very tight hole.
3: That is
2: just like, I'm doing this for good.
3: Faith family football, man. That's a real,
2: real thing. He thinks God thinks he does good work, I think. so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's That's right. That's right. Why is he senior (laughs) VP when he's done all this other shit? Why not?
1: I think a lot of things happened between 2004 and
2: 2013. Obama You know? Yeah. Well, he's not taking over the coaching job. No, I wouldn't listen to a goddamn word he said. I don't know what to say, really. And I meant <laughs> <Yeah>. goddamn there. <bear. gasps> Uh-oh.
1: Shout out, J. David Miller. He'd be a good guest. Hey, we're glad to have
2: you. I'm mm. just kidding. Oh, yeah. Him and Bo. <laughs> hey. I want to talk to just him and Bo
3: at confession. I'm trying not to talk about how much better Bo would be because we all know. But yeah. it's like beating a dead horse. Hey, man, you want to see some football? You want to see some pinball-style football? It's
0: human
1: pinball. He
3: just would have been. Hey, you like me. Uh, you love
1: nothing more than sitting down on a Sunday with your family and joining a football game. And it you want to go to the stadium, right? But you don't want to spend all that money on parking and souvenirs. And hey, someone wants a hot dog and a soda. <laughs> Hope you brought your credit card. Not with a table-based storm. Say, oh, yes, thank you Bo.
3: How about a little has. thunder stick while you're waiting there, buddy? Like he would have been like, God, we gotta sell some thunder sticks. And they'd be like, damn, he's right. Thank pod. Why aren't we selling thunder sticks? Like we can sell those too. And he's like,
2: That's what I do, bud. Just give them away. How about a little so, autograph wait right there, man?
0: I'll throw in a football autographed by head coach Tim Markham and quarterback Shane Stafford.
2: <laughs> That's it. That's all we needed.
0: That's all I do. Yeah.
2: How many more people go to the game? So let's say the first game had 5,000 people here. How many more people go if, if Bo's in this commercial? Thousands and thousands. I mean, they would have sold out the St.
3: Pete Times Forum for sure.
0: Right here in the St. Pete Times Forum.
3: Yeah,
2: you know? definitely yeah. more no. than a Tampa Bay Devil Rays game at the time, right?
3: That I can't answer, but it would have made a more entertaining commercial. That's not what it's about, Dave. Shut up, Dave! I know, but that's what I'm about.
0: I have to go
1: along with Dave. Well, so for this week's product overview, as we've mentioned... <laughs> I like that. It's a unique circumstance here so i think there's a micro and a macro view of the product overview Mm -hmm. the micro i think we've covered right (laughs) probably too much they're trying to sell you four (laughs) tickets for the price of three to the February 8th, 2004 season opener against their top rival in the arena football. League. It's a
4: very important game. Can you
1: buy this on eBay? I hope so. No? How about a t-shirt?
5: I clean my husband's shirts every week.
1: If they had just the tickets to this in a lanyard, I would, I would do definitely it. buy
2: it. Would you buy it for $39? I probably would do. Yes. Yeah,
1: I mean, do I get all four tickets? In the ball. Oh, for 40? Hell yeah. 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 If you're throwing in the ball for 40, I don't even care who signs it. Mr. 59. Sugar Shane Stafford. Shane Stafford. Get his Herbie Hancock on there. John Hancock. Yeah, I'm in. I'm totally in for that. Herbie Hancock.
3: It's Herbie Hancock. So
1: for the macro yeah. view of things, the product they're selling here is the Arena Football League.
0: Arena Football.
1: Overall, right? If you take this and kind of zoom out from the greater Tampa area where this aired... And think about kind of the context in which the storm live. And for anyone who did not grow up in one of the AFL's key markets, in or had hobbies that didn't include sitting alone and drinking soda and eating Twizzlers while watching ESPN two back when it was still known as the Deuce, and you got like the one two punch. I mean, hopefully for everyone's sake, you skew closer to the the former than the latter. But... No,
5: don't remind me. It makes me feel really bad. Anyways,
1: so. Our boy, J. David Miller, he gave us a quick overview and he mentions the league being born of a note on the back of a manila envelope. He took a
0: manila folder. Written
1: down by NFL promotions manager Jim Foster.
0: Here's the butter.
1: While attending an indoor soccer game at MSG in 1981. 64. So... I always bring manila folders and writing utensils to sporting events, so good job by Jim Foster following the trend. You
0: have a good nose. The
1: league made its debut in 87. You know, in 1987. And was technically in business until 2019. 2020. Making it the third longest running football league behind only the Canadian Football League and the National, National Football League.
5: <laughs> oh.
1: Highlights from the sport itself, as we did here a couple of times. It was pretty subtle during the infomercial is it's played
0: indoors the greatest indoor football players in the world field
1: is 50 yards long 50 yards no out of bounds we're rolling out kind of the ball is in play off the nets behind the uprights you play eight on eight lots of guys play both offense and defense the league has an annual iron man award in their arena bowl mvp award is also called the iron man award the sport is characterized by fast-paced high scoring action where scores regularly end up in the 50s and 60s 64 is pretty popular in local markets attendance numbers Typically, for your higher end, so your upper half of the league between twelve and fifteen thousand per game. Not too bad. Your lower half of the league between five and eight thousand.
0: Most people have very small kitchens.
1: And I was not wrong last episode when I correctly identified Kurt Warner as the most successful uh, Arena Football League alum. Kurt Warner out of the Arena League. Who went from the Iowa Barnstormers to the St. Louis Rams and won himself a Super Bowl. This is
0: what I do just before the big game: a pair
1: of MVP trophies, Super Bowl MVP, and an induction to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Nobody circles the wagons like Kurt Warner.
2: No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills.
1: So there are also some other AFL to NFL graduates. This one, I think is going to hit close to home for somebody. Aronde Gadsden. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whoa.
2: I loved him. Great one hand to catch. He's a great
1: Finn. Him and OJ McDuffie, right? They were the same yep. era opposite sides of the field. Also, yep. nice. Jay Feely, no well known kicker, gun advocate, and CBS sideline reporter. Good for him. The NFL Films presents The Long Ride Home The Jay Feely Story. Plus, we have the recently departed David Patton, former Patriot great. Touchdown! Patriots David Patton made a
5: great oh,
1: catch. played a little wow. bit in the Arena League. We had. Rod <coughs> Baronis. Varonis was Bruce. kicking the league. Mike Vander, jerk, hashtag idiot kicker. Our
0: idiot kicker who got liquored up and ran his Kicked mouth. Kicked a
1: few into the nets himself. Former Arena League football MVP, Jay Gruden. He's like maybe the most decorated arena football player of all time. He was voted the number one quarterback in arena football history. Whoa, over Shane, huh? Oh, yeah. Shane, we'll, we'll get to Shane. He's on the list, though. He made the top 25. He played for the Storm. The
0: Tampa Bay Storm. He won
1: his titles there, and that's where he was an MVP. Has
0: five world
1: titles. And then he went on to coach the Predators. The Storm and the Predators. He coached the Florida Tuskers of the UFL. Remember the UFL? That was a fun mm-hmm. one. And then he had that great historic run with Washington. <laughs> Matt Nagy, head coach of the Bears, was an oh, yeah. AFL quarterback from 02 to 08. And my guy, I brought him up last week. He was the closest thing to a local hero we had, former Albany Firebird great touchdown, Eddie Brown, who was rightly voted in 2006 as the greatest player in AFL history. Touchdown, Eddie Brown. He never played a down in the NFL, but you might have heard of his son.
2: Antonio. Antonio. No way. Antonio
1: Brown is his son. Did not know that. So- yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Did you guys ever watch any arena football growing up? Because I never truly had like yep. fanhood. I remember mm-hmm. if it was on, I was always excited. about it. I'm pretty excited about it. It was football. It's super fast. It is a little bit of pinball football there, man. But I still don't know why it's not more popular. I guess in 2004, it was the fastest growing sport in America, according to J. David Miller. I didn't fact check him on that. I'm going to
2: ask you both a question. I'll give you two. Great answers a piece in 2020. Oh. Don't look it up. What's the okay. fastest growing sports in 2020? Oh, and it's not arena football because that would be ridiculous.
1: I'll take one stab. drop straight through my ribs. Mm. With lacrosse. Lacrosse on the list.
2: It's not. Bass is growing. Dave, make a guess.
3: I'm going to guess. I don't know, man. Soccer.
2: Calm down, Greg. It's soccer. Footy. No. I got no idea. Esports. Ooh, that was number two on the list I saw. Number two. Esports. Thank you. Esports. Nice, nice job. Nice. It's pickleball. Oh, um,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: It's pickleball. What is
3: that? Yeah. Someone was playing the.
2: It's a smaller court tennis, ping pong, badminton hybrid. Never seen Sort this. of thing.
3: Yeah, the guys I work
2: with play this with their kids.
3: For the
1: record, these are not my sons.
2: So now when you say something's the fastest growing sport, (laughs) it's kind of lame. Pickleball and video games. I hate pickleball. Get
3: them out of (laughs) here. Get
1: them out of (laughs) here. That's the best discrediting of what J. David Miller said at the beginning (laughs) of this infomercial you could have done. We're gonna call Ethan because I think we've got a new defense attorney because that
3: was great, Mark. So what really happened
1: that day? That was fantastic. Pickleball yep, and esports.
3: Job. What a year. Yeah.
0: Where are we at in society today? Like? That ain't true.
3: Yeah. Next year it's gonna be
2: uh EA Sports is gonna make a pickleball game and it's just gonna take over the, the world.
0: Today, Doug Reed will attempt to break that world record. Is that
2: gonna be better than it's better? Than their RPG game
1: for Nexium? <laughs> Uh, I think that's gonna be pretty cool, though. You can def you can like be different members. It's it's pretty interesting. Did any
3: of the Firebirds join Nexium? Not yet. Yeah.
1: But wait, as of yet.
0: All right. So first of all, it's not done yet.
1: So you touched on it a little bit in the middle, the Hazel moment.
0: Thanks for the socks, big boy. About
1: eleven minutes in. Eleven oh one. They roll in the stock commercial from the Arena Football League. No
0: way. What's up? Just came by to welcome you to Arena
1: Football. What? Where? It's Elway and crew rolling up to Bon Jovi's house in New Jersey. A lot of meat, the ball. That is a lot of meat. And I've rewatched just that commercial, Bunch. How many eggs? I love it. You love making homemade sausages. I thought it was fantastic. I think it's fantastic. It's awesome.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: I wish the amount of money and time that went into that 90 second spot was the full half hour because it would be the stuff of legends, right? If it yeah. was something that was just. Yeah beyond belief like that.
2: That would have been picked up by... Ne-
3: I don't understand how it got put in there in the first place.
2: Yeah, it was weird. No, an intern did it.
0: <laughs> because I'm um, on you're taking the photo instantaneously, you're putting the photo out there on the
3: line. You uh, control C, and then
1: you just put it, in. like you put the, the cursor in your timeline, and then control V, and it'll put it in whichever one you have highlighted. But like, I'll show, I can show you after. But like, they, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Like,
3: how many of those things are there? Were there more of those commercials? Oh, no, man. No way. Was that the only one? That was it. I feel like that was the... AFL commercial for
1: 2004. Into 2004 and it was distributed to every team and every market yep. and they said alright All right. we paid for the commercial you pay for the airtime to get mm-hmm. this out there you're required yep. to have X number of airings before the season as part of your whatever yep. agreement with the league yeah. because we paid John Bon Jovi yo
0: what's much luck am I gonna need I'm more than you had at the Grammys
1: and Michael Bay's nephew to do this commercial mm-hmm. And then they chose to sneak it in to their little short half hour (laughs) love song to the war on I-4. the
0: war on I-4.
1: It
3: made the infomercial. Like it made this this worth watching.
1: Dude, if it wasn't in there, this would have been like a bottom three infomercial of all time.
3: Because it's so dry. Dry
0: and wet together. I can do them both.
3: It's an incredible commercial. I know, Mark, you're going to say the same. It's incredible, Right. Yeah. So it's so good. You know what
2: this is? When your dog is sick and you got to get him medicine, <laughs> you stick the little pill into a biscuit and you just feed it to him. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what this thing
1: is. This is a cheese stick. All right. What do you think you want to do a cheese ball?
2: It is. Cheese- this is you get the whole <laughs> okay. cheese sticking.
1: Yeah, this is good. I still taste medicine in there,
2: but
3: <laughs> I fucking love cheese
2: sticks. Oh, yeah. Why do my good. joints yeah. still work?
3: And Elway and Jovi, and Jovi's different. He's a performer. We're hilarious. They were really good. Yeah. I'm like, these guys are like dialed in really yeah. like hitting their
2: mark yeah i loved it
0: i love the stair climber Wait,
2: you mentioned if this was like longer if this was the feature of it this would not be an infomercial and i know it's hard to conceptualize it'd be a tv show it would be a primetime tv show john elway versus john Bon jovi yeah playing football in a house i am watching that
1: they just go to a different city every week they each pick seven guys yeah. and then they play inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> they
2: fuck up a new celebrity's house every week. Or just like do
3: football moves in a mansion. Whoa, 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 Teddy, whoa. Like just do five moves a game or for an episode. Yep. Yeah. You know.
1: Better idea. But, you don't but, go to mansions. You go to houses that need to be renovated. And they oh, play they inside the house and they're just smashing all the shit. But you don't tell the yeah. family that they're fixing their house. You just tell them that John Owen and John Bon Jovi. Like, You won a contest, you know, you sign up for that's the producers tell them, and they show up in pads with 15 other dudes and just oh. like the full camera setup. And there's like bang, knock down the front door, smashing everything. They're like, What is happening? Yeah, and then that guy with the weird face, the spike here, is like, We're gonna move that bus, and you guys are gonna not guy Fietti,
3: the other guy. No,
2: I was about to say this his name's Ty Pennington, but <laughs> <Yeah>. instead Chad <laughs> Chad Pennington comes He's up like, and does Chad that. Pennington.
3: He's like, hey. I bet you wish
1: your glassware was still intact, just like my shoulder. Well, you're exactly right. We've got good news for you also. It's an opportunity for your house to become your dream house of your dreams come true. I'm Chad Pennington.
2: Because we are talking about professionalism. I could
3: care less about the Chad Pennington. (laughs) I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. All right. We know the Cornell bit
1: was repetitive.
3: Start with
0: intro to basics.
1: Okay. Triple-A Hall of Famer J. David Miller was miscast, and not put in a position to showcase his skills. If I could show you a way... And they were an indoor team that was shown practicing outside. And I know we just, we beat the shit out of it just now, but Dave, when you were talking about that commercial, you said it about six times, and every time I rewatched it, I just kept asking,
3: why? Religion, greed, money, sex... But why? 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 As always, it's easy to dismiss this stuff as a joke, but we have to consider the whys of each show, and there are a lot of them. Disclaimer. This review does not recognize the Bon Jovi John Elway masterpiece Uh that occurs in the middle, because Uh I do not think it has anything to do with the actual creative team that created the majority (laughs) of this shit show. Very fair. I don't know what the plan was here. I don't know what to say, really. I don't know. But we need to talk. I think you just stepped right on it right there, pal. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that there was a plan. (laughs) You're making an infomercial. This is a strange place. You're going to be on TV for a half an hour. In
0: just 20 to 30 minutes.
3: I know you want to flex and tell everyone how great your team is.
0: This is what every guy wants to look like. You have to
3: understand that just because this is important to you, it does not mean that anybody, anywhere, north or south of I-4, gives a shit about you or your team it's a very important game in fact the majority of those people certainly think that you're a joke (laughs) that's a a mama joke and i'm sorry but if you're going to survive in this world this infomercial world please for the love of the 30 minutes you have purchased (laughs) develop a sense of humor it's
5: fun sometimes funny
3: you play maybe the funniest version of football there is besides toddlers playing their first year of flag football I'm taking nothing away from coaching legends players, like head coach, Tim Markham players, Shane Stafford who have found a niche for their skill and are getting paid for it. Good for you. <laughs> However, you promoters and the owners, shame on you. You should know better than to pretend that this is the NFL. It does not. And you know, it's not, we've said it before. <laughs> I'll say it again. Embrace the gimmick. It's human pinball. Hire a pro. Hey. And for the love of God, try to have some fun out there.
1: Mm. Yeah. Your point about, especially in the beginning of your piece there, It really sounded like every pitch meeting we've been to trying to get our podcast picked up. You're not funny. Nobody cares besides the three. But sorry. No, yeah. sorry. That was was a little bit too real for me.
0: No, don't remind me. It makes me feel really bad. But
1: otherwise, I couldn't agree more, man.
0: I have to go along with Dave. It's
1: like there's something about how straight laced they wanted to play it, right? Mm -hmm. And like we said, just playing in the Bucks backyard. Like this sort of thing might work if you're in a completely barren market. Where you're the only football show in town mm-hmm.
3: ever. Butter Boy is coming to town.
1: So yeah, you're in a football desert. I could see this. But in fucking Florida, yeah, where you have 19 college teams. 64. And one, two, three NFL teams, if you still count the Jaguars. Yeah. Like,
3: you got options. You are a gimmick. Give me. Yeah. You are a gimmick. <laughs> I know yeah. it's hard to swallow, but like. That's the problem. I
0: believe you've got
3: some very pressing problems. Is that, they're like, what do we got? Like, what is it that we have? And that like, we're, we're the best. Can't do it better now. We're the best arena football team. The Tampa Bay Storm has five world titles to its credit. Don't you know anything? We don't even know you. But the problem is your buddy who might go to these games and is like, these guys are really good and they're really fun to watch. Watch. That's fine. I'm sure they're fine. But like this infomercial does nothing to get the people that aren't that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one who's buying a four pack. Like, he's like, you guys, I'm telling you, they're doing, this is good football. This is great stuff. And the guys that he's trying to get to go with him are
1: just all have kids. And they're like, dude, we get that you're single. It's good for you. But like, I can't. No, I can't go. I can't go. at Saturday at 3 o'clock every week. I'm I'm not doing it. I'm telling I'm you, sorry. it's good ball. It's good ball. It's good ball. <laughs> sure it is, man. That's great. It's good and ball. if it was on TV, I would DVR it, but like, it's not happening. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it depends a way. I have to say for golf and pro sporting events, I'm not wasting it on an arena league. I'm sorry. It's just it's just not going to happen. I'm like, not doing
2: <laughs> it. Barely Weird. going to the, the Rays. the fact that they roll this Tim Markham guy out I don't know shit about this guy legends like head
0: coach Tim Markham he's
2: won five championships I'll throw
0: in a football autographed by head coach Tim Markham I love Tim Markham
2: 17 pounds (laughs) per woman the team's only won five championships and they tout that they've won five championships so that's kind of sad he's won seven he's won seven he
1: appeared in 10 of the 17 arena bowls
5: 18-16 and
2: he's probably in some sort of hall of fame or whatever
1: If a hall of famer, that's right. Right.
2: Pure some sort of hall. The most popular people in this infomercial are John Bon Jovi and John Elway, who just own the team. Everyone else is a false kind of narrative to create these legends, and it is so sad. And the fact that they sign these footballs that don't mean a goddamn thing if you had one at home right now is so sad. Oh gosh. And the fact that they're selling. For the very beginning of the season, season the first game is so goddamn sad. I don't. Yeah,
3: yeah. This is rough, man. It's not their fault. It's not your fault. That's the thing. It's this whoever's in charge of making this promoting it. Yes, and promoting it. It's their fault. It's not your fault. So speaking of someone who's like, I don't care. I don't care. No, I'm telling you, this is a fun show. You should come to it. This is fun. You want to try the paint stick? My brother gave me the spiel about the Las Vegas Knights because I barely watch hockey. You know, and then yeah. he starts telling me about what the knights do in Vegas to like get it's a show. Yeah, they've made yeah. the hot game to a show. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and like it's part of Vegas. Vegas, and they're really good. Yes, every hotel
1: goes nuts yeah. for them. So smart the way they did.
3: Yeah, yeah, they're like you're a gimmick. Yep, and like the coach is probably telling the point like, yeah, they're doing it, but it's like, yeah, we're kind of a gimmick. We're in Vegas. Like, let's get over that and just play. What do you- you know what I mean? No, you know what
1: they're probably like? They're like, it is loud as fuck in here every night. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, it is rowdy and crazy in here, and everyone goes nuts when we play. It's, I love it here. That's, and then when the game's over, I'm in fucking Vegas. Yeah, like,
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, and they, can I? Yeah. And they probably get a kick out of it. Yeah. These guys, the coaching players on the Storm, their job is not to get a kick out of it. Their job is to act like they're in the NFL. And they're not. Yeah. And it's like Mark said, it's sad. Yeah. yeah. It shouldn't
1: be. So did you guys realize that they were coming off of winning the prior year's Arena Bowl?
0: World champion Tampa Bay Storm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In this? They yeah, were. yeah. I feel like out of all of the yeah. pedigree stuff.
0: My daughter Shannon. So
1: he kept saying the world champion... Tampa Bay Storm. The
0: world champion Tampa Bay Storm. But for
1: whatever reason that didn't sink into me that maybe it's because he kept sandwiching it with five-time champions so it all blended
0: together. Five-time world champion Tampa Bay Storm. But
1: I was like, you just won the world title in this sport six months ago. Great point. I feel like you should be spelling that out for your dumb-dumb locals. So say I'm a dumb-dumb. No way. A Tampa dumb-dumb, not a, not a Northeast dumb-dumb. That's crazy. Who's watching this and be like, we won? Oh, shit. We- Say something about watch us unveil banner number five to warm up for the war. And i have like, you know what I mean? Like the whole production could have been like the rings are coming out. See the fifth trophy for the first time at the St. Pete Times. But like,
2: oh, okay. Give out a championship shirt or
3: app, right guys? Yeah. Let's right free souvenir ring. Let's stop Mm -hmm. even being reasonable about it. They should be coming up with ideas to be like, if you come in, play the Tampa Bay Storm, we dangle a banner in your face every time we score. And those are part of the rules. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. They have a section called the Banner Boys. There's like banner boys,
5: yeah. banner boys. Yeah. boys. <laughs> if you keep winning in
3: this league, you can just taunt people and do silly things. Something, man. Something.
1: You get one free taunting penalty for every championship you've won. four?
3: You know, in every game, Ooh.
1: so like, oh, well, we get five a game because we've won five rings, so we can like, yeah, we can pee on your sideline on the field. And it's like, all right, that's your one, get out of here.
3: Yeah. Jesus, the lights go off Fucking for one Stafford. play <laughs>
2: yeah. like the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah. You can just <laughs> a hole in the field. Yeah.
2: bane shows up for like one game.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the football is a disco ball. Just once you know (laughs) to something and not even that stuff but like i think like taunting and like crowd craziness that if you want a crowd to go that's what you should do oh man i
1: forgot you catch a ball you keep it oh
3: yeah it's good rule. i like that rule wait that's every football game (laughs) the way he delivered that if the ball goes in the stands you get to keep it he sounded like he was surprised that that could happen that it did yeah. happen He was like You catch a ball You keep it And he sounded excited
2: about you it You catch a ball You could validate your car
3: We're sure about that I pay for those What the fuck He was the I kid. guess you keep the goddamn football Take my shirt Take my it's, fucking it's, shoes Take my wife oh, Seriously Take my wife Come on guys we're fun He was the kid That when he was a kid <laughs> And you were at lunch Buys lunch He told the other kids It's like If you go to those games You catch the ball You keep it <laughs> That was so <laughs> me <laughs> Did you catch one? Like- no,
1: no. I mean, no, not one ball went to the stands the entire game. Actually, one did, and the guy gave it back. But he could have he kept it, though. It's like, yep. Awesome, Grizz. You finally, <laughs>
2: finally found a sequel to Semi-Pro. Semi-Pro 2 is arena football. Yeah. Will Farrell's in it, yeah. and he is a fucked-up promoter that will do anything. Yeah. Like, absolutely anything.
1: Yeah. Wait, could him and John C. Yep. Riley be Elway and Jovi instead? Why not? Why
3: not?
2: Not, right? Yep. Why not? Yep. Like, yep. Yep. Did we just come up with semi bro too? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go do karate yeah. in the
3: garage? Yep. He's like a an NFL coach's brother who's who's an idiot or something like that. Yeah, Phil Romanowski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phil.
1: <laughs> he, <laughs> you think he's angry? <laughs> Nobody asked anything about angry. Nobody even asked about your brother. What's what's going on? <laughs> no, sir. I said anything to drink before the meal. No. <laughs> Shout out the replacements. Best
3: movie. Hey Falco, you're not even a has been. You're a never was. Yeah, I love that movie. That's one of the better football movies.
1: I haven't seen that as much as other football movies. The one I've seen the most is still probably Remember the Titans because I'm a big old softy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never saw the original longest yard. 19 inches. It's good. I saw the Sandler one.
0: You know, I know what you're doing right now, mm. and I don't like it. Yeah. The original one's fine.
2: Yeah. Football movies yeah. are all notoriously bad. Shout out yeah. all the right
3: moves. I think the best uh, football.
0: Movie. Tom Cruise is Stepan Georgievich.
1: I've never seen all the right moves. Great. Best football scenes. The last Boy Scout. Hey, life up, bitch. Oh, yeah. That was good one. Oh, Oh, uh, the program.
5: Starting defense. Place at the
3: table. Oh, I like the program. The program's up there. The program's fun.
2: What about a? Yeah. it's not a movie, but remember playmakers? ESPN's like oh yeah messed up show. Coach, Coach. just
1: the bruise. I shot him up, he's good to go. They're attempted at any given Sunday. The
0: inches we need. Yeah. Kind of oh yeah.
1: I do
2: remember that. Oh yeah. 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 It was Omar weird. Epps was in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it was
1: like ESPN after after dark. Dude, they were on a weird run, man. Yeah. They did the Bobby Knight movie. Absolutely the worst ever. And then they did the fucking Michael Madsen. Poker oh, show, wow,
5: yeah. We're with Don Everest, known in
1: the poker world as the Matador. Yeah. He's the Matador. Oh my god! Because that was when we were early in college, and everyone played cards. Because yeah. like, oh, how do you meet people? Like, oh, you hand twenty dollars to somebody you don't know. I'm like, I don't get a drink. Like, no, 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 you get to sit in a kitchen in a dorm room. Haven't you seen the Matador? Yeah. Hold him, <laughs> yeah.
2: hold him. Hold them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean you don't play? You know
1: what? I'll play a tournament. I'll do a tournament. <laughs> Fucking idea. <laughs> I, I play Age of Mythology on my computer. That's. Pretty much awesome. I wish instead of going and playing poker, I stood up and ripped up twenty dollars in front of them. Just because this was more satisfying. And then sat back down, drank another two liter of soda. <laughs> I had good habits. Yeah. <laughs> I still do, but I think that my best habit is probably. The Ronnies.
2: oh Ooh-wee. We all know infomercials
1: love to claim that the products they're pitching are award-winning. But let's not forget that they wouldn't have any of those imaginary awards without the hard work of the stars of these infomercials, and that's why each week the boys hand out the Ronnies, their acknowledgement of the greatest moments of these informative and supposedly objective works of art. They're named in honor of the godfather and patron saint of TV pitchmen, me, Ron Popeel. All right, brothers. Well, spoiler alert, this is going to be an abbreviated Ronnie's because, again, there was so little meat on the bone of this one. Chopped straight through my ribs. I think we've spoken about the things that we loved, which was mainly the thing that didn't really fit in the infomercial at all.
0: I'll throw in a football.
1: But we will with Where We Always Go, with the Lynn Gerhardt.
0: There's a treasure underneath.
1: Award for Best Value Proposition. Our nominees are... It's arena football. Arena football. 50 yards? 50 yards. No sideline. No sideline. you catch it, you keep it. He took a manila folder. Playing from the nets. <laughs> High scores, non-stop action. And they say, more action than you've
0: ever seen in a football game. Real storm
1: action. Unless you like uh, good football. And like, you know, maybe that'd be a different kind of action. So okay, it's fine. Our second nominee. Championship pedigree. Now,
0: here's six-time world champion Jack Ham.
1: Five-time champ.
0: Five-time world champion Tampa Bay Storm. Most
1: titles in AFL history still stands.
0: It is so nice to hear you cheering for what I just They're said. led
1: by the AFL's winningest coach, Mark's best friend, Dr. Tim Markham. We
0: have a, a wonderful booster club called the Storm Surge Fan Club. We've got three, four hundred people in that. Winningest
1: coach in AFL history won seven Arena Bowls, including five. In Tampa, he's the only coach in league history to lead three different teams to Arena Bowl championships.
0: You're really impressed. And
1: also, final nominee, it's your chance to bear witness to the war on I-4. It's
0: the war on I-4. The storm. The Predators. It's the war, war on I-4. Oh boy. Have you ever seen a
3: commie drink a glass of water? Yeah,
1: they didn't invite me to voice this one because I was, uh...
3: I said, no... Play goal line. Intercept it. There's no goal line in an arena game.
1: No, go, go. Actually, hold it, Rod. The Storm won one of their titles with a goal line stand on two point
3: conversion. So take that for data. Awesome.
1: Is that true? True, is. Yeah, it was something on arenafan.com. Shout out arenafan.com with all of your arena football information mm-hmm. for the call now bump you're about to get. Yeah. Welcome to Earth. Arena fans. Arena fans only.com. <laughs> 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 uh, they had a little
3: piece about greatest moments in storm history, and that was one of them. So, all right, Daniel. I can take it pretty easily. Number one, no. <laughs> I don't like the arena rules. It was never my favorite thing.
0: Nachos, those are my favorite. It's Look. like
3: high scoring. I don't know. It doesn't do much. Don't watch.
0: Get him out of here. Right,
3: watch. Well, thanks, Kimberly. The war on i four. No. It was-
0: no way! That's a- so. Which one
3: are you going with the oh. the championship pedigree?
0: Champion Tampa Bay Storm. Because
3: being earnest about this, I would like to see what Tim Markham's strategy is, what his offense looks like, what he did better than other people. I'm interested in that. Just to make it interesting, I'm
2: glad the beginning of this podcast went a little longer than normal.
3: 16 inches because.
2: This thing's going to fly
3: so fast.
2: <laughs> These are all bad. This is horrible. <laughs> I got to go with yeah. number one. This arena football rules because it's a little different. I'm in <laughs> NFL mode right now and it's like. Yeah, this yeah. is kind of fun. Kind of what you call bare
0: lie or title.
2: Championship lie. pedigree.
0: Five time world champion. War
2: on I 4. The war
0: on I 4. It's
2: meaningless to me. It means nothing to me. If this guy wins five championships or 10 or whatever, thousands and thousands. It means absolutely nothing to me because this sport <laughs> means nothing to me. So, and that's important to me. Arena football rules, they intrigue me once in a while and I got to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that
1: because they couldn't properly bring me up to speed on their recent championship history. Like
0: We began defense of our title.
1: Couldn't just say that we won it last year, but Like just like last yeah. September, when we raised banner number five. Man, that's offensive to me that they didn't get that part right. That's like the easiest thing to get right.
0: That's very, very easy. Also
1: because there's some dispute over the War on I-4. It's also yeah. a UCF-USF thing mm-hmm. now too that they quickly co-opted. So it's borrowed territory. So yeah, you're buying tickets for an arena game. It seems like if these games were in a good city, it wouldn't be a bad opportunity if it's like, bro weekend on a budget I don't know
0: about you but I'm tired of paying $200 you know
1: mm-hmm. grab some good seats to an indoor football game and
0: how about paying $20 to sit so close to the action the players end up in your lap
1: when it's like early in the season so it's still basically winter but
0: these are these are frozen though and
1: you want to get good and lubricated it's hammer time at a sporting event but you don't want to pay for pro tickets it's like yeah this is just like sports <laughs> yeah I could definitely get into that obtain I can get into but again my reason for liking that couldn't have less to do with Tampa and the team there, just the fact that there's adults playing a sport and I get to drink beer, so <laughs> yeah, that's arena football, baby. Yeah. Maybe that should be the new pitch. Yeah. Come drink beer in here. No huh. beer, beer. <laughs>
0: Is there a bar. I'm here in Shot Sports
1: Bar. Yeah, bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know this weird
2: scenario I was just thinking of, like you know, you have a wife and you're. You're going to these arena games one year. And it's
4: going to be exciting this year. It's
2: fun. You're drinking beer with your friends and stuff. Bring your friends. You're following the team a little bit. You might know like half the team.
0: Now i line. uh, fullback, linebacker, number 44. Like
2: you can name them off. Your wife gets pregnant and you start a family the next year.
0: When my daughter got pregnant.
2: And you're like, I can't go to the games anymore. And I think you immediately drop off and you never follow them again.
3: Not anymore. That's a good picture, actually, Mark. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's
1: it's pretty also good. at the core of what you were saying, Dave, about people having their ingrained religions for the NFL or for college football, Yeah, where you never shake those things.
3: You guys think so, don't
1: no? But at least it's a place to drink beer. And if you're in Tampa, get free COVID.
0: Mm, that looks good. Can I have one of those? So
1: congratulations. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know about you, but I'm tired of paying $200 to sit in a cavernous stadium with players so far away you need binoculars to see them. How about paying $20 to sit so close to the action the players end up in your lap? That's arena football, baby. Up close, personal, in your face, and if the ball goes in the stands, you get to keep it.
1: All right, we head over to our second and final Ronnie category for this week, the Nancy Nelson. Hi, what's your name? Formally, the Terry Scott
0: Looks Award
1: magic. for Best Testimonial. Our nominees are, in order of appearance, J. David Miller, Senior VP. I'm
0: J. David Miller. We
1: got Mark's favorite, Tim Markham. Tim Markham. Your legendary head coach. We also have <laughs> Niall Wiring.
0: Nile Wyron. Uh... Fullback, linebacker,
1: number forty four. Kansas State alum Wyron played for the Wildcats from nineteen ninety three to nineteen ninety six, setting Kansas State records for most career sacks with twenty seven and a half and most sacks in a season in eleven and a half. Damn. In nineteen ninety six, he earned all-American Honorable Mentioned Honors in his senior year of 96. He played 11 seasons in the AFL, all for the Tampa Bay Storm from 1998 to 2008, and peaked following his performance in this infomercial, garnering second-team All-Arena for his two-way performance as a fullback and linebacker. And perhaps most importantly, Wyron was a double for Stone Cold Steve Austin oh. in the 2005 Adam Sandler Classic the longest yarn. Wow.
3: Sorry about that. He had a big college career. Wow.
1: Yeah, man. That's right. All right, our second nominee, the rock star himself, Sugar Shane Stafford, quarterback, number 14, UConn alum. Huskies. It's
4: great from a quarterback's perspective. Played
1: eight seasons in the AFL, including his peak from 01 to 2010. He had a couple of gap years in there, so the league took a gap year in 2009.
0: It doesn't take up a lot of space. And
1: Shane, I think there was one season in there he missed as well. During his career, he stacked over 24,000 career Yards and 451 touchdowns. A lot of meet the ball. That is a lot. Of and was voted as the number 23 quarterback all time in AFL history by ArenaFan.com. ArenaFan. And our final nominee. This guy in the infomercial. He definitely flew under the radar. Yeah. Lawrence the Law Dog Samuel.
4: We're very blessed to play for a guy that, that that's a winner. A wide
1: receiver and linebacker from Livingston University in West Alabama, who had actually. An incredible arena football career. He played from 1994 to 2010. What? He made four all Ironman teams, the league's highest honor. He made five second teams, three-time Arena Bowl champion, and Arena Bowl Ironman MVP in 03. So the previous year, and this was not his graphic. This is what drove me crazy. I was like, wait. So that guy who you show for 20 seconds is one of the three greatest players in arena football history? Holy shit and he was. He set every receiving record in Storm history during his career. He even coached the Storm from 2014 to 2016. He was inducted into the Arena Football Hall of Fame in 2013. And bonus nugget, his brother is former Washington Redskin left tackle, former University of Alabama stud, and former number three overall pick in the 2000 draft, Chris Samuels. So Lawrence,
2: the low dog, Samuels. Uh, Chris Samuels was a monster. He was wow. awesome. Yeah, yeah, he was lovely. a true mauler. Wow. Yeah.
1: So this guy, Lawrence Samuels, I forgot he was in the infomercial. He's
2: on the roof. It's like the Departed scene when they're on the roof. It's like, it reminded me of you that. You're kind light.
3: I'm the guy who does
1: his job. <laughs> you must be the other guy. Anthony Anderson. And <laughs> Maybe you do, but right now I need you to drop the weapon. Defense doesn't Damn. sell you things. Shut up.
3: He's a wide receiver. He holds every receiving record. Oh, yeah. I forgot they go both ways in
1: history for the Storm. Yeah. He scored eight defensive touchdowns in his career and 170 offensive. Yeah, he's a monster. Wow. So I was like, well, if he can't talk, roll in a goddamn highlight from the Arena Bowl. They not have the rights to that footage. That was the only thing I was thinking. For whatever reason, the AFL must only parse out Bon Jovi commercials. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. they're like, we own everything else, <laughs> or like NBC is like, you can have it, but it's going to cost eighty-five cents a second. They're like,
3: yeah, we're we're good. Oh, good point, Dan. Yeah,
1: nah, we're good here. Yeah, we're good. We've got enough B-roll. It's like, well, actually, no, we burn all the B-roll after every game. Like, How
0: to get burned? What? How to
1: get burned? But they had the championship footage.
0: Back and to the left, they had the the cup. We begin defense of our title.
1: But we don't know if that was last year's. Yeah. That could have okay. been any of the other. Yeah. F- four years which it probably was yeah oof but yeah so the law dog understated in terms of his performance in the infomercial but incredible on the field sugar shane Stafford niall wyron tim markham and j david miller are your nominees mm.
0: the greatest indoor football players in the world i know
3: who mine is
1: mark you go i know
2: mine is too is the
1: jay stanford john I might swing it john. yeah
2: John. the law dog stuff is great it's very very close to swinging my vote here just a bit outside <laughs> i'm going shane stafford shane stafford wow True i shane? did not think you were gonna pick him
4: you guys think so don't you?
2: because he's the weirdest guy let
4: right right switch roads. 50 z backside on two
2: in this commercial <laughs> he has so much air time no
4: skill level isn't much different at all for instance i was over in europe he's this year played with nfl europe uh you can camp with the bucks and yeah you know there's a little bit
2: uh, he's a teabag <laughs> that is what this sport needs stop propping up <laughs> a david Millers. i'm j david miller tim markham's oh, selling so used cars nile wearing uh, whatever that we think we know or have to know or whatever. <laughs> Let's get this fucking cartoon character, Shane Stafford. I four.
4: It's a historical rivalry that we have here. And, uh, you know, it, it always turns out to be a good game. To be
2: the face of this franchise. <laughs> who I don't even think... I think he was injured the year before. Just
4: because we're not playing the outdoor game doesn't mean that we're any lower of a quality of a football
2: talent. I don't even think he was part of the championship team. And so they've already won five championships.
0: Five-time world champion. Yeah.
2: Sugar Shane. Sugar Shane Stafford <laughs> is the guy that they... Put the camera on and they don't win after that is my favorite <laughs> yeah. thing. This guy's a cartoon character. Yeah, he's, he's my man. Yeah,
1: 2003 was one of Shane's gap years. He did not play. Become
2: a better player.
1: He has no stats there you go. in 03 for the Storm. Wow. Take that, yeah. Dave.
3: Take that.
0: Take that, Dave.
1: <laughs> How
3: dare you slander Niall Wyren? You're not
0: going to sneak up on anybody. Like that,
3: by the way. <laughs> yeah. The only one I'll give a shout out to other than Niall Wyren, is... Tim Markham. You've got to see Markham do his stuff. Who's just a little too depressing.
0: I think the uh, attitude he brings in the huddle. To
3: say yes to. The United
0: States Football League had folded. I was in Phoenix, Arizona, and I was selling used cars.
3: Yeah, he didn't want to be there at all. Yeah. He took it really <laughs> seriously, which is great. Are you serious? But, like, yeah, he went from selling used cars to doing this.
0: Miles Davis calls and said, do you want to coach arena football? And I said, arena what? He was
3: intense. That was an intense guy. There's no wonder, like, he was a good... Head coach. I don't know what to say. I'm yeah. picking Nile Wiren well, because he just seemed like the kind of vibe that I would want to watch out of arena football people.
0: It's going to be tough, but uh, it's going to, be, you know, it's motivating that we are the champions. It's like
3: if everyone had a little more Niall Wiren in them i think that like this infomercial would have been like sick
0: are you sick of- like
3: if one of them was just like yeah well it's kind of crazy like i was hung over and we were at the strip club all night and then like then we play ball you know <laughs> it's like it's yeah like, let's get more of that you know and i love yeah. thinking about him hanging with stone cold just pick him up put him on the table. and being like dude i watched you growing up dude i love you i love you so much he- he's like what's going on brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah Guy, you yeah, you get it. Yeah. This guy's cool. Nile seemed da-na. cool. I picked Nile.
2: Dave, yeah. real quick, you mentioned Tim, Tim Apple was a used car salesman before. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I would actually say he went from used car salesman to used car salesman <laughs> in this. <league>. Oh gosh. <laughs> no, man. I said no. Have you met a
3: used car salesman? <laughs> David King. Body transformation specialist. They're
2: horrible. Yeah. This guy
3: at least coached football. Like the people on both sides, okay?
0: <laughs> Don't give him his coat. Confiscate his coat. Tim Markham
2: was just... Employee of the Year. full year supply of Spotnick by Sputnik. Seven out of the ten years. Sixty-four. That's the only difference.
3: <laughs> we got to coach ball. Coach is filmed before studio audience. You got enough out of that car. You need a new one. Hey, I think there's no new penny. <laughs> hey, let's get another car next year. A Shane Stafford. Yeah. A Sugar Shane car. That's sweet. Thinking about Sugar Shane getting turned down for a dance oh. at a club is uh, That's. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. He says his name was Sugar. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> he thinks he's getting comped and he's Gross. just like... It's a bill at
1: the end of yeah. the day. Yeah, you're an XFL player. What? What? Are you on the box? No, no, no. no. The s- storm. When's the storm? Oh, it, uh, February 8th at the St. Pete Times Forum is actually the war. And I, hey, come back, come back. I was gonna. I bought you a. Uh. <laughs>
0: like
2: after hurricane season,
0: we have superheated cyclonic air.
1: Dan, who do you got? So, Dave, I very much agree that Nile Wyren is the hero that we want. I don't
0: know if he still does, it, but he used to get sick
4: for every game. <laughs> Take that <one.
1: laughs> But unfortunately, Sugar Shane's the hero that we need. <laughs> no. He is the epitome of saturday night football in tampa yeah. like that's what i see yeah. i see him throwing a pass to himself yeah and dunking on himself in the end zone and then missing an extra point held by himself <laughs> because his name is perfect too like shane stafford he's shane falco and matt stafford together and that's exactly what he looks like and he is awful with the yukon there is also the part that he's standing outside of wherever they are. Right
0: here in the St. Pete Times Forum. And they
1: do the fake thing of like, oh, it's Shane Stafford. Everyone comes running over.
5: How He's
1: like, hey, hey guys, give me some room. I'm like, Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. You are a Tampa. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> and he's just
3: not terrible enough on camera that you're like, oh, okay. He could be a quarterback. I get it.
1: And also. I don't know that Shane Stafford got a lot of awards or trophies, so I think at least him winning this Ronnie... Might make him be nicer to his kids this weekend. So congratulations (laughs) to Shane Stafford. (laughs) Sugar Shane.
2: Funny your apartment, Shane. Sugar
1: Sugar Shane. That's sweet. sweet.
3: Shane
4: Stafford, quarterback, number 14, uh, University of Connecticut, Tampa Bay Storm. It's a lot to live up to this year. Uh, We we have an opportunity to do something that's very rare in uh, professional sports, and that's to repeat as champions. And um, it's a great opportunity, and I'm happy to be a part of this team again after being away for a, a year. And uh, it's just, it's exciting.
1: All right, guys. So, we knew things were going to be a little bit different with this being the style of infomercial that it was. That's a good point, sir. And if things are going to be different, we might as well add ourselves a new segment. It's time for Who Wants to Be an I 4 Warrior? <laughs> This is the Multiple Choice Game Show, where I give you multiple choice questions about arena football teams with a chance to win four tickets to the home opener for the Tampa Bay Storm as they take on their longtime rival, the Orlando Predators of the St. Pete Times Forum, February, 2004. Sick. Dun, 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 dun. And we're going football forum. We'll be playing four quarters, each consisting of one question. Each of you will be allowed to answer your own question. There will not be any stealing or doubling down on the opponent's wrong answer. At the end of what four quarters... Think? If we're still tied, a sudden death overtime will commence. What? Okay.
4: Mm, that looks good. A coin
1: flip will determine who will go first. Sure. We will flip a commemorative coin, which is a green soft drink bottle cap that I have on my desk. Mark, as the individual who is geographically farther away from me as we currently sit, that <laughs> qualifies you as the visiting team and gives you the right to make mm. the call. <laughs> the open side is, you can't see it, is no. heads. The top side is tails. Yeah. Okay, call it in the air. I'm going to catch it. I will not flip it once it lands. Okay, heads, tails, call it in the air.
2: Free Sprite heads. Like, Remember when they had like free Sprite? You with, did
1: not uh, win a free Sprite, oh, but man. it is a head. So you yes. have the right to receive and answer the first question, or you can defer your option to the second half. What is your selection? So again, the format will be there's four quarters. You each play one quarter. It goes every other one mm-hmm. One point a pop If we get to the end And we're still tied We do have a sudden death Overtime uh, That we can We can approach So
3: Mark The choice is yours That's my bad Regis
1: Receive Okay Mark Padroni has chosen Good luck, sucker. To receive This one's hard First quarter Which of these Is not The name of a franchise That was once considered Part of the arena Football league Your choices are A The Iowa Barnstormers, B, Texas Terror, C, Cleveland Steamrollers, or D, Miami Hooters? Texas Terror, B. Mark's answer is the Texas Terror, and he is... (coughs) Incorrect. I'm sorry, Mark. The Texas Terror. Let's check the tape here quickly. Were the team in Houston... From 1996 to 1997, I apologize. So, Mark, you do not get a point there. Uh, The Iowa Barnstormers were heard from before. That's team Kurt Warner played for. And the Miami Hooters were a real team. Fake one were the Cleveland Steamrollers. So, Cleveland, in fact, had a team called the Thunderbolts and the Gladiators. But it was Providence, Rhode Island who was proud to call their team the New England Steamrollers. Paying homage to the former NBA Providence Steamrollers, who folded in 1949, they lasted just for the 1988 season, folding after going 3-9.
2: Wow. Shout out J. Wu, Providence. Give me the ball. Want the ball,
1: I'm going to score. We want the so. ball, we're going to score. All right, we head to the second quarter, and David, here's your question. Which of these is not the name of a franchise that was once considered part of the <laughs> Arena Football League? Is it A, the Atlantic City Blackjacks? B, the Cincinnati Bowties. C, the Las Vegas Outlaws. Or D, the Massachusetts Marauders.
3: D, the Massachusetts Marauders.
1: Dave has lobbed an answer of D, and that is... <laughs> incorrect.
3: <Damn it>. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. remember sorry. that. God damn
1: it. David, David, David. So...
3: <laughs> we got a rock fight going here. It's a
1: sick name, by the Real way. pitcher's duel. So... The Marauders from 1988 to 1994. No wonder. Before moving to Detroit as the Detroit Drive. (laughs) So it was not the Marauders. The fake name was the Cincinnati Bowties. Oh, God. Cincinnati's AFL franchise were the Rockers who played in the 92-93 seasons in the Queen City, going 7-3 in year one and losing to your
0: Tampa Bay Storm! The world champion, Tampa Bay Storm. in
1: Around one of those playoffs, and then they packed up shot for good following a 2-10 season <laughs> in 1993. Oh, Alright, guys. Yeah. I mean, halftime. Scoreless first half is like a Super Bowl, you know? How did
3: I not pick the bow tie? A little bit unexplainable Don't there.
2: fumble on the goal line, Dave. Mm. Ernest Miner! Oh,
1: shots fired. Shots fired. (laughs) All right, you head to the second half, the third quarter, and Mark, you're up, my friend. Your question is, which of these is not the name of a franchise that was once considered part of the (laughs) Arena Football League? If you're sensing a theme, you're good. Your options are, the Bozier Shreveport Battle Wings, the Portland Forest Dragons, the San Antonio Talons, or the San Diego Sidewinders?
2: B, Portland Forest Dragons.
1: Mark's answer is B, and he is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, do you want to make a guess? No points for it, but do you want to throw it out there just for fun? Uh, B's off the board. Yeah. You got the Battle Wings, the Talons, and the Sidewinders. I'll just say the Talons. Wrong. <laughs> okay. So the fake answer was the San Diego Sidewinders. <laughs> San Diego has never had an AFL franchise. The legacy of the Talon is a rich one, as the franchise was originally started in Tulsa as part of AF2 in 1999, moved to the new AFL in 2010, and relocated to San Antonio in 2012, keeping their talent sharp. Portland is not only home to franchises of, known as the Forest Dragons, they've also hosted the Thunder and the Steel. So Portland, a three-time offender in terms of owning AFL franchises. Mm-hmm. All right, fourth quarter. Sando, a chance to really hammer things down here. You call me Easy Stevens. Come on, brother, and take the cake. Take the cake. Here in the fourth quarter, your question. do fuck up on you. Which of these is not the name of a franchise that was once considered part of the Arena Football League? Choices are: A, the Wyoming Prairie Dogs; B, the Los Angeles Kiss. C, the Minnesota Fighting Pike, or D, the Oklahoma City Yard Dogs, and that is dogs with a Z. (laughs) Uh.
3: The Fighting Pike. The Minnesota Fighting
1: Pike. A pike's a large fish, and Dave, you are a big fish in a pond of wrong, because you are incorrect, (laughs) and you guys have gone 0 for (laughs) 4. Well... Wyoming. That
2: was a good guess. I was going to go. I was going to Wyoming that. Prairie
1: Dogs. The LA Kiss. What the fuck? I was going to say. The Fighting Pikes. I was
2: just going to say, just
1: say it. Just say it. The Oklahoma City Yard Dogs. D-A-U-G-Z. Also a real team. All right, guys. So since we've had such a disappointing regulation. <laughs>
0: no,
3: don't remind me. It makes me feel really bad.
1: We're going to go to overtime.
3: Yeah, it's working. <laughs> overtime.
1: And this is sudden death format. This is a first shout, first go basis i do expect some gentleman rules okay Uh, if at all possible so if you shout at the same time and get the same answer Mm -hmm. i'll make my best judgment call based on when it came through but remember don't want to shoot too quickly this is like a dodgeball situation shootout situation if you fire too quickly then you go into possession game right so if you fire first and miss it'll be then back and forth okay okay so are you guys ready for a little sudden death yeah Okay, no, guys, guys. For overtime, we're going to L.A. Remember when we were
5: in Venice Beach?
1: I love L.A. Did did it? So Los Angeles has had three <laughs> AFL franchises, and which of these is not the name of a franchise that was once considered a part of the Arena Football League? And for the record, please wait until all four options are read before starting to announce your answers. Fair?
3: Okay. Right at the end, we can say it? Right at it. God. Yes. Yep. All
1: right. And if you say right at it first, it uh, doesn't matter. Okay, the options are... A, the Los Angeles Avengers. B, the Los Angeles Cobras. <laughs> C, the Los Angeles Kiss. Or D, the Los Angeles Riots.
3: Riots. Cobras.
1: B, 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 D, Dave! Congratulations, Dave Sandrini! the L.A. Riots! April 26, 1992, there was a riot on the street. Tell me, where was Dave Sandrini? He was getting ready to get his four-pack of tickets to the Bay Storm, taking on the Orlando Predators. It's the war on I-4. And Dave, as a special part of your victory, you get to read each of the Urban Dictionary definitions for each of our fake names, which are all real things. <laughs> the Cleveland Steamer, the Cincinnati Bowtie, the San Diego Sidewinder, <laughs> and the Wyoming Prairie Dog. We'll save those readouts for Patreon. Thank you all for playing. Congratulations, Dave. Mark, I hope you try harder next time. We'll be right back after this. Man, Dave, congratulations. I'm proud Did of you. Did you say one, Mark? I
2: said cobras right after you said riot. Okay. I was gonna yeah. say cobras the whole time.
1: Okay. So yeah, that one, you know, that really took my creative juices. Shout out Urban Dictionary for all the help for co-sponsoring this episode. And for really helping me find some of those really unique, fun, interesting things that comprise all of our fake team names. And, you know, it speaks to, well, except for the LA riots, that's not an urban dictionary thing. That's just a racial history, <laughs> policing, <laughs> yikes thing. You know, maybe that was not that funny, but, you know, we we have a good time here. We're having a lot of fun. And Dave, I'm proud of you. I'm more proud of you than I am of J.
3: David Miller me. and Mark. Oh, yeah. Cool, yeah. So.
1: I can't believe I didn't introduce you as Tim Markham Pedrotti. I really fucked up, but I'll just add it in later and cut hey. this out.
3: Hey, Sugar Sean Duncan, <laughs> doing here
2: with Markham. system. Uh-huh. Hey.
1: Yeah, but listen, I think we spent enough time on this infomercial. I venture to guess that we have put out more Tampa Bay Storm content <laughs> than anybody else in the last 10 years, 15 years. Uh-huh. Or when they fold, 60? Last five years. Definitely last five years. So yeah. congratulations to us. Congratulations to both of you. Any parting thoughts before we
2: go? Yeah. Like football movies, they all are kind of bad. And like infomercials, football are pretty bad too so perfect yeah. course thank you it's like a
0: bowling alley down there
3: yeah
2: yeah they need to do better
0: so let me ask you yeah weird they should take
1: our advice and try harder next time
3: very weird they hit the surreal nerve for sure
1: yeah but not the good one no there's a good one and then there's this one no yeah, yeah. hey You know, they can't all be winners. So. Would it
0: surprise you to learn that one of the winningest professional football teams in history is right here in your hometown?
1: Well, I still had fun, and I don't care what anybody else thinks. Bye! Good
2: game at the end, too, Dan. I like it. Good game. Good game. I like games. Good game. Good game. Good game. game. I like
1: having fun. I like to laugh. (laughs) I kiss (laughs) you. Bye, guys. Have fun at your apartments. Thank you all for tuning in. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, or follow on your preferred podcast medium. And for all things Call Now, visit callnowpodcast.com. And if you want to connect with the boys, you can find them at callnowpodcast on Twitter and Instagram, or send them an email at callnowpodcast at gmail.com. And if you can't fight the urge to pick up the phone and call now, you can leave them a voice message at 617-356-7439. If you call in the next 30 minutes, you might just be the next star of Call Now! thanks again for listening. We hope you tune in next time to call now.
2: Thank you for listening. This has been a B plus
5: effort. We'll try our next time.